Bad at Parties is sponsored by Abbey Art Seattle and the Ballard Homestead, music, arts, and community events for people of all ages and incomes. With reoccurring events including the Moth Story Slam, Cathedrals, and The Round, there's always an event when you're in Seattle. Check out Abbey Art's online calendar for intimate performances by many of the artists featured on Bad at Parties. Learn more about this nonprofit organization and how you can attend, volunteer, and host events at fremontabbey.org. Hey gang, this is Andy Zook, and you're listening to Bad at Parties, one-on-one conversations with artists at the corner of the party. Happy New Year! I am pumped to get this going after the holidays. I played some shows, did some traveling, and started planning season two of Bad at Parties. I'm really excited to have some of the conversations that are lined up already for 2017, and this first one is kicking it off strong. Abby Gunderson. I was this kid's fan way before I was her friend, and now I get to be both. You've probably heard Abby play music with her brother Noah Gunderson on the radio or on TV shows including Sons of Anarchy, The Vampire Diaries, and The Following, a bunch of other stuff, but Abby is also an accomplished solo musician. Her instrumental work is so good. I've been listening to it for years, and you should absolutely buy her most recent album, Aurora, on iTunes or get it on Bandcamp. That's linked on the details of this podcast. There's lots to talk about, so I won't delay any longer. If you haven't already, go to your podcast app on your mobile device and subscribe to Bad at Parties so you don't miss any of the killer artists that I'll be talking to this year, just like Abby. And let me know what you think of the show while you're there by leaving a review. Here we go. Abby. Oh, yes. Good. Right. This gives me time to actually work on other things or do other activities. Yeah. So, yeah. I haven't seen you guys play in a while, which is pretty lame. I feel like I have not. A long time. I don't it's think. Been since like The Courage or something. No, I've seen you play <laughs> since The Courage. That's when I met you when we were in The Courage. Yes, that is true. No, I met you before you were in The Courage. It wasn't called The Courage yet. It was at it was at SPU at that show at mm-hmm. SPU. I met you at I'm, a Numos last, show. No, I'm pretty sure I met you because Laren. I remember Laren was playing. Mm-hmm. And I you had already were playing, met you. And this N- this was at SPU. This was before Numos. What? I think. Was it when she was playing with her band Aurora? Wasn't Maybe. that the band she was in? Yeah. Yeah. All right, you might be right, but I don't think you are. <laughs> Do we need to, like, go through old, the history? Like, history. Yeah. the sad Facebook history. The, right. <laughs> have you ever done that where you just, like, go into messages with somebody that you, like, uh-huh. haven't seen in a long time? And or you just, text messages. Yeah. I delete all my text messages. I have them delete after 30 days. It's so wonderful. Oh, they go, you have They auto, it. yeah, they just auto-delete after 30 wow. days. Yeah. What's in there? Who Who's going to look at it? Who's... I'm yeah. not going to look at it. What about, like, Heather or something? Nope. Go back? Gone. No? Bye. Wow. That's cool. Clean slate. Every Clean slate. Every yeah. 30 days. I mean, if I lose my memory, if I, like, if I have a 50 first dates, uh, and I become, not Adam Sandler, I become the girl in that movie. <laughs> I don't know who she is. I don't who either. is that? I'm totally like, oh, it's, um, shit. <laughs> she was in With It. She... Whip it. Yeah. Oh, the dance? No. No, the skating. Okay. Reese Witherspoon. Reese. Oh, that's the dumb and dumber girl, right? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, no, Legally Blonde. I'm thinking stupid movie titles, so that's why. 
No, that's <laughs> not <Right>? Reese. <laughs> it's not Reese Witherspoon. What? No. Isn't that. she in Legally Blonde? Is she, I don't know. Okay, so um, Aaron, <laughs> who plays in the band with yeah. me, and a bunch of our friends play this game called, um, like, Celebrity, and you're trying to guess, like, based off of, like, little clues who people, like, famous people are. It's my least favorite game. I hate names. I'm so, so bad. So bad with remembering. I'm so bad at remembering names. And, like, I hate people who are, like, I don't hate people. I hate the that concept of just being like nah I'm bad at that and so I'm not trying like I'm trying have been for years to be better at names but like I'm trying with like my friends like I don't give me like celebrities don't give me like things like that I know I um I feel like well especially with pop culture Mm -hmm. I've missed a huge portion of pop culture just being homeschooled and then going to Community college when I was 16, and that being, like, my first actual push into, like, society. Totally. So, I have uh, I was playing that uh, phone, like, the charades phone yeah, game. Yeah, totally. Where you flip it up, if you get it right, and then down. Mm-hmm. Like I know the game. And I didn't just get like, no, any of that. Who are these people? Don't <laughs> You're know. like, who the hell is that? You are so well-adjusted for being a homeschooled person. Thank no, you are, like, I don't know that's, my, that my sounded so You are, isn't. like, a, a super great, wonderful, like, one of the best people I know. Oh, and thanks. simultaneously, you were homeschooled. Uh, yeah. And there are a lot of stereotypes around that, which you yeah. don't carry. Like, you know a bunch of homeschooled kids. Mm-hmm. I like to make fun of being homeschooled. Right. Even the, because it's my true. Because <laughs> the gaps in my education, I'm fine with yeah. that. The gaps in my education, the same as the gaps that I wear. <laughs> Exactly. I'm exclusively shopping at Gap. I was homeschooled. <laughs> I do have some Gap boots right now. Dude, they're great. I um, have been really into um, Old Navy for like this last year, which is wow. essentially. That reminds me of being like 12. Right. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. You're. So I'm just going to go back and that erase cutting, the part of the that podcast. Was that was good. <laughs> My name is Abby and uh, I am me. Uh, <laughs> uh, every once in a while, just. Dude. Um, Old Navy, really tight. I have got, I have a couple shirts, and in the summer I wear them, people are like, whoa, that's such a cool shirt. And I'm like, thanks. Little do they know, I spent $5 on it. Wow. Thanks, Old Navy. Yeah, you can go through the, like, super sale section. Mm-hmm. Did you ever go to Kohl's? Kohl's. No, I hate Kohl's. You know how you just hate stores? They're just no stores reason. that you hate? Yeah, Kohl's. Hate us. Yeah, I used to go there when I was a kid. You had Kohl's goals. Kohl's goals. Kohl's goals. Exactly. They had them. 2017 Kohl's goals. 2017 Kohl's goals. I mean, that's what the kids are saying. <laughs> exactly. Nobody's saying that. You exactly. went to Kohl's. I did. I think I've been in a Kohl's once. Yeah. I went as a kid a lot because it was cheap clothing. Mm-hmm. So Old Navy and Kohl's were like the two, the big ones. Mm-hmm. My parents, you know. Right. I mean, <laughs> though you were in like the hub of cool shopping, which is Centralia. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the outlets. The yeah, outlets. the outlets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those... you weren't even being sarcastic. You're no, serious. I'm serious. There's like all of the all yeah. of the shopping is there. Yeah. It gets crazy The there. Nike outlet. You got to go to the Nike outlet at the right, the right time, though, because sometimes you go there mm-hmm. and like all the rate, like medium sizes are gone. Mm-hmm. So like the average Joe can't just go in there yeah. and get. Which is how I refer to myself. Average Joe. Average Joe. What is, I was actually thinking the other day. What's, like, the girl word for that? Plain Jane. Av- oh, Plain Jane. Yep. That's it. I knew it was there. Yep. <laughs> plain Jane. Plain Jane, average show. Yep, these are the these are folks. <laughs> it's the J names. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to... I don't know. It's so funny that you guys, uh, that you and Noah and your family are all from 
Centralia, and like it just has like this like important spot in Heather and Myra's relationship. We've talked about yeah. this, right? Have we? I don't know. Like we, yeah. Heather and I, like would when we would drive to Portland, yeah. just like hang out with her family. Like we would stop there a bunch of the times, and like one time, I was helping out with like this big family thing. I think I was like I was playing music at a wedding, mm-hmm. um, and we were like not dating at the time like we had broken up and then I was still like we were both involved in this wedding so we're like I guess we'll ride together because that's what you choose to do and like I don't know like we I remember like grabbing coffee at the Starbucks in Centralia and like and like just having like this really good connection and being like and I don't know why it just like that's like one of those moments where like if that hadn't happened yeah I don't think our relationship Hmm. would have it just like one of those funny things that forced us together and to, like, yeah. work out our issues. Had it been a while since you'd, like, seen each other since I, that time? I feel like... I don't know. We yeah. broke up, like, a couple times. I think like, I remember that. I think yeah. when I met you, you guys were in, like, the thick of that. Yeah. Like, our yeah. relationship history was very on and off, mm-hmm. on and off. We're, we're on and then we're going to mm-hmm. die together. Like, we're agreeing to that. But, like, you and, you and Dustin were, like, on. Yes. This is what we're doing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was it helped because he was like a stranger, I think. Yeah. So there was like still is a total stranger. <laughs> so I didn't have like he was an acquaintance, an acquaintance or like a friend of a friend. Right. So it was very obvious that like we were. It was going to be like a relation, a romantic relationship. Sure. It, it wasn't confusing in any way, mm-hmm. which was very very refreshing. Hmm. Yeah. I think I've almost exclusively, like, dated friends. I mean, I'm not doing it yeah. anymore. I kind of, I'm done. But. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's my goal. <laughs> it's my goals, goals. Uh, don't date. Uh, but, like, just that idea of, like, just dating, like. Oh. That's my cat. That's my cat finding a bag. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's really good at finding bags. <laughs> um, no, that idea, like, just dating somebody in that regard where you don't have these friendships, relationships, and you're not thinking, like, is this... What is this? Like, what is this? How do we really feel about each other? Exactly. Yeah, I feel like that could be totally satisfying. I don't know. Like, I... You and I kind of dodged this whole, like, Tinder relationship time. Pretty, pretty, like, narrowly. maybe? Yeah. Like, had we continued in that dating realm, like, probably both of us would have been, like, swiping left left and right on people. Yeah. That is such a change that I'm still just, like, baffled by. Right. And now it's, like, this totally regular part of society and, like, dating society and dating culture where it's gone through phases of Tinder is trashy to just a lot of people are now saying, like, no, we're finding true relationships. Or even friendships. Yeah. Which is great, I guess. Oh, that's great. Um, But I can see, I mean... I remember a time feeling like, man, how am I going to meet anyone? Mm-hmm. Like, how is this ever going to work? Right. And then uh, if I had Tinder, it'd be, like, easy. It'd be easy. To, it'd be so easy. Yeah. Just be like, swipe right, swipe, swipe left. Yeah, and you'd be traveling a lot. You could do Tinder yeah. in all these different oh, cities. Yeah, yeah, I'm in yeah. town. My brother's hey. being a dick, so I don't want to hang out with him. <laughs> so I will just go on a date. Exactly. Oh, how satisfied. Who knows, though? Maybe I'll be into it. Yeah. Maybe I'll just do a friendship style. Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine. So I'm married. <laughs> so I'm but... married, and but it's Tinder with, it's like... It's Tinder open. It's just sm- <laughs> Tinder open. <laughs> For those of you in open relationships. That's going to be... That's... I bet that's already a thing. I bet that's already a thing. You know, I'm, I find that fascinating. I've talked to some people who think that open relationships could work. Right. 
And that just, like, baffles me. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely know people yeah. who, like, I um, have some friends mm-hmm. that I know who are in an open relationship. And it's, like, a healthy yeah. part really? yeah, of their relationship. I don't know. I think that it's not, like, the choice that I would make. Um, but I have, like, heard them talking about, like, their ideas around, like, mm-hmm. monogamy not being a wonderful thing for them yeah. and, like, finding a lot of joy and, yeah. like, being, like, we do this, but we also are, like, um, you know, going to, like, couples counseling because we care about our mutual relationship, which is different mm-hmm. from our other relationship. Other relationship. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just really interesting to me. To be able to detach from Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, when I first met them, I, like, was like, no, that's wrong. You're wrong. And then just kind of was like, why do I think that? Hmm. Why does it have to be wrong? Right. Yeah. Going into, like, trying to figure out why you think something is wrong. Mm -hmm. It's hard to write love songs about. (laughs) Just you. Yeah, exactly. And a bunch of other people. And a bunch of other people. (laughs) Which is totally fine. Yeah. It's these complex, these complex concepts are difficult to write good songs about. Exactly. Yeah, which is why you need to go non-lyrical. Which is what you do. Which is what I do. Which is what you do. Most of Abby Gunderson's songs are about open relationships, and that's how we open. I just wanted to let everyone know. Yeah. That's uh, These are open to interpretation. As is my relationship. (laughs) This is my announcement to the world. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) You're finishing up some recording stuff on. On that, weren't you? I feel like the last time we talked, you had said that you had finished up some recording and that there was more stuff coming out, wasn't there? Well, I well for my own music. Yes. Um, I don't have anything on the books yet for mm. us recording, okay. but um, I've been writing a lot because nice. I've been home consistently. Right. Which I was gone, and and then I got married, and all like this stuff. Sure. Happened, so I wasn't, but been home the last month and. Um, been working on. I'm. Tr- I want to release some release like a a two movements mm. piece, with, which is just two songs, but like totally different concepts or mm. different variations of the song mm. for each one of them. Right, but is yeah. it like using similar motifs throughout mm-hmm. both movements? Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was um, watching um, this artist named Max Richter who does a bunch of. Uh, film hmm. compositions and he talked about uh, the power of like variation in songs and that's something I had never really thought about before is that you can have one simple melody mm-hmm. and change it each time for like six minutes yeah. and if you do it right it can sound amazing Right. but I always want to like get to part B in a song rather mm. than just trying to make part A like the best that it possibly can. Mm-hmm. So I thought, so I kind of want to do something around that. So yeah, I think yeah. that that yeah, and that idea is so wonderful. I uh, to to like take melodies mm-hmm. and and I think that they can hit a point, especially in the writing process where you're like, I love it, and now I kind of hate it, uh-huh. and now I love it more than I did before. Right. Where you've you've just kind of let it coexist, and I think that letting your listeners experience that process mm-hmm. is like. I don't know, it's good. It's, it challenges your listener in the same way that it challenges yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if you can make one melody mm-hmm. sound, like, really rich and, and new and, and experimental in each uh, cycle of it, mm-hmm. then it can, yeah, it can be really powerful. Right. Like, 
And it's, I don't know, I mean, there's tons of classical pieces that those were my favorite pieces where when I finally realized, oh, this is just this person playing with this shape and here they flipped it upside down Mm -hmm. and here they've extended it so that what used to be half a measure is now five measures long or something like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I've come against a lot of roadblocks because of... Sure. Because of the mindset of, I need to come up with the the next part. Mm Because a lot of songs are structured like... Chorus, verse, chorus, verse, then bridge. Sometimes, mm-hmm. um, and I'm trying to kind of get away from that and mm-hmm. go into just one part. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that when like I'm writing, I mm-hmm. I definitely like r- like to write a lot of variation. But yeah. um, uh, Aaron again, who's in the band, like he is a great pianist as well, and like he plays drums mostly, mm-hmm. but like he is just like a phenomenal pianist and he's a a great musician and he'll challenge me a lot of times to be like why is this the bridge now we've never heard this Mm -hmm. before how do we allude to this idea earlier in the song so that that way it makes sense when we get to it that it's it's finally arriving rather than oh this is cool but where did it come from right um and i think people a chance to catch up yeah to where you are yeah letting people uh, kind of uh foreshadowing melodies Mm -hmm. that are going to come later Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that it's so helpful having him as a sounding board and, and mm. Brian, who's also in the band, uh, to push back on those things. And I think that that's something that, when I've done songwriting by myself, I've really missed. And I know, yeah. like, in doing what you're doing, are you getting a chance to have somebody give you feedback on this at all? Or do you like the fact that you're doing it all by yourself? Mm. I do like feedback a lot. <laughs> but I also... I like that it's my own because uh, I'm a part of a lot of people's music. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have something that's completely my own, mm. my own creation. Because mm. it's great playing with other people, but you're adding to their create their like song yeah. rather than me just doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's nice to. Not think about the lyrics, because uh, when I'm trying to play with someone, I'm trying to play around their mm. lyrics, especially mm-hmm. if it's lyrically driven. Totally. I don't want to, like, step on any toes or... Right. So... You want to emphasize. Yeah. You want to lay, them out. like, yeah. something underneath mm-hmm. to pick it up. I, I don't want to, like, step in front of it. Sure. And I think, obviously, yeah. you're amazing at doing that. Oh, you're very good. I, I was listening back to, like, when we were playing together for a little yeah. bit... Um, do you have those? Oh yeah, I have like all the little phone recordings. I delete my messages. I don't delete those. Those go back to like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Because then you hear something from like four years ago, and you're like, why yeah. didn't I ever do anything with oh, that? Oh, I just wrote this new song that um, was completely. Um, I had written a verse and a chorus mm-hmm. uh, three years ago, and I was just listening through old parts because I'll do that sometimes, and and I was like, oh, that was about this idea, and I'm totally on the other side of this idea, like, I couldn't finish this song before because I did, I, it was such a heavy concept for me. And now, mm-hmm. listening back, I know how to finish the song, and I just finished it. Like, I finished yeah. it in a day because I was like, oh, I know, I know That's what amazing. the rest of this is yeah. now. Um, it's like you've slept on the song for Exactly. <laughs> I've for slept like on years. it for like, I've let it marinate. <laughs> I sous vide it. <laughs> um, but, like, I was listening back to the stuff that you and I had done together, mm-hmm. and one of them... Uh, was this song called Space Machine that we played together a bit. Yeah. And there's this part where we're playing through it, and it's really kind of, like, structurally ambiguous. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a part I can hear you, like, like, you play a part, and then there's a pause, and you say, you, like, whisper over to me, like, 
I get how this goes now. Like, <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. Yeah, because you're like, and I, I heard you like bring in these ideas yeah. back and like, oh, okay, I get what the structure is. Yeah. Um, but like you definitely like to hear like even just that one playthrough, which was like an active process of creating and mm-hmm. and constantly thinking about it. Like mm-hmm. you can hear you thinking about it. And mm-hmm. I think that... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's just such a, a joy to see, like, to get to have the perspective where I know a lot of people love your music and it's really great, but to, like, have been able to see some of that thought process because I think you're deeply um, uh, purposeful in that and that it's really cool. Thank it's you. just so good. I mean, you Thank know you. this. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, like, telling you stuff that's new. These aren't I new know. things. You're like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to hear. <laughs> Who doesn't like hearing it? But I know this. Oh, man. I appreciate that. Thank For you. sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it's cool. When yeah. do you, like, where are you at with this writing of these two parts, or this second two-movement piece? Well, I've got the piano part, and then I have this part, this, I want to do a version of it mm-hmm. that's completely strings, mm-hmm. so no piano. So I want to do, like, very simple piano melody, and then I've got, so I've got that all written. Mm-hmm. I might add to it and, like, change it around a little bit but Mm -hmm. I've got that all written and then I just I just have to create like a string version of it Mm -hmm. so I'll probably just go into studio for a day and just knock it out because that's I usually like for for money's sake I usually like to write all my parts totally beforehand and just go in and like do it I totally agree with that yeah it's it's expensive studio time is so have you have you guys recorded Mm -hmm. so we had a a thing where we recorded uh, in April of last year, and yeah, and it was a great recording process, and then we had some engineering, um, difficulties, is mm-hmm. that, I'm just gonna put it that way, it just didn't go super great, um, and so we, uh, stopped that after a while, mm-hmm. um, and then have recently picked it back up, okay. and the second attempt at engineering it has been actually really good, we thought okay. that we were gonna need to scrap the project, and we we're now at the spot where we're like, no, we're we're gonna finish this up, so yeah. I think it's gonna get released like a year after we recorded it. Yeah. Um. But I just, I don't know. Luckily for us, like none of us have any financial beholding to the music that we're creating. Mm-hmm. It's literally just like this is joyful for this us. This is for fun. Yeah, yeah. This is for fun. It makes us happy. Yeah. We want to make sure that if we're putting this out, that we're doing the absolute best that we can with what we're creating. Right. You know. Right. So. That sounds refreshing. It's so refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you've been, as much as, like, you've had great opportunities, you've been creating really cool stuff, you are financially, like, beholden to the stuff that yeah. you're doing. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's a whole different, um, it's... It's a job. It's a job. It's a job. It's, it's a, a job. Yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot, actually. I'm constantly thinking about that. Sure. I feel like getting married, like, demands that you yeah. really dig into stuff that you could take for granted sometimes. Totally. And then you're like, no, I yeah. really have to analyze this and, and look at what this and is. And also like. someone else kind of, we kind of depend on each other. Mm-hmm. But also we're independent beings. Sure. You feel... you both could survive and be wonderful, yeah. happy people alone. But I want him, Dustin want... to be able to, like lean on me and me lean on him sure. a little bit so mm-hmm. it's, there's not a lot of pressure but I think there's a, maybe a little bit more sure yeah how do you how do you see that like kind of spelling itself out 
if you don't want to talk about it in your relationship, you can say, you <laughs> yeah. can say, I don't want to talk about that. That's totally fine. Um, well, I don't know. I with you mean, so if it was for with, relationship. Sure. Let me this. Um, with Heather and myself, mm-hmm. like when I was doing music therapy, which was great and I loved mm-hmm. it, um, it paid terribly right. and and like I I could not right. um, create a lot of I want to do it like I was like oh I'm going to start my own practice and I did and I had a f- few clients but it was just difficult to do and I was like trying to simultaneously work other jobs and it just like was not super successful I did a couple projects I um, and so just hitting this moment where I was like wow I'm really not dependable in this and like mm-hmm. having to make some hard calls like I stopped doing that and not that I'm saying like you're going to stop doing right, this or anything right. but like just like having that moment where um I could have kept going that if I was by myself mm-hmm. and my life probably would have been um I don't know like finger quotes important like it would have had this concept of like impact in a specific field um mm-hmm. But I, I really felt that, like, I was like, I could have a much more joyful life and I could impact a lot of other people in really different yeah, ways. Yeah. Do if, you feel like the, the thought of, like, the thought of impact, uh-huh. um, does that come to you because it's music? Mm-hmm. Like, rather than, like, some other job that... Well, I, yeah, I think, like, that, that idea of impact... I was talking about that with that idea with my brother is what is uh, to make an impact and it, it's to to leave a mark or to mm-hmm. to to cause a change mm-hmm. and, and I think that in that idea you know it's a super new field and uh, or relatively new field I see yeah and I think that um, especially in the Seattle area uh, one thing I'd done was like I started a music therapy camp at the EMP mm-hmm. and and that felt like a really like the type of thing I loved was creating new programs and creating new opportunities for people that didn't have those opportunities provided for them yet and yeah. so it felt like a I I want to serve these underserved populations um, uh, it kind of resulted in this strange idea of of martyrdom which I didn't really like like I was like oh I'm I'm sacrificing all of myself and somebody else needs something from me as well and I'm not able to do that mm. yeah yeah like a bur- like a it, it had a lot of weight to it yeah it had a lot of weight to it yeah. so that's kind of like from to, to instead of ask you like talk about your relationship <laughs> maybe it's better for me to say like here's here's kind of like where where I was coming with that and yeah. I think that when I think about that for musicians um, it can be you know, similarly to how I was impacting people in that way, I think mm-hmm. that your music can have a strong impact on Definitely. people. It can yeah. also create that idea of I I receive a lot. I am I really have a sense of self in this, yeah. and so that can be really alluring. Yeah. Yeah, I. I I totally. I feel that way sometimes, and then. I don't when I'm like super unhappy with sure. music I'm making or, mm-hmm. or tired on tour. But, yeah, those moments when, pe- when people, like, message me or tell me, like, your, your music helped me when my father was dying mm-hmm. or when me and my wife were, like, going through a really hard time or, like, that just means a lot to me for sure. 
um, with with fe- like career wise in the future, I I hope it. It's kind of one of those things like I hope continues to be beneficial. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know, like I can't can't say that. I mean, maybe people, won't, you know, record right. sales won't it's be. It's the as idea good of like or... owning your own business. Like I hope that the business continues exactly. to do well, but what if it doesn't? What if yeah. everyone's like, we don't like buying pizza anymore. Yeah. We're not gonna buy pizza. People don't, like, people don't really buy music. Right. Them, it's so. a it is a hard hard day and yeah. age to be a musician. You really have to tour. Yeah, you have to. Or be a, I guess, studio musician, like recording, Mm -hmm. or I would love to get in. I think a goal for me is I would really love to get into soundtrack work because I would, I think I can do that. Mm -hmm. That's something that's like a dream that I feel confident about, not Mm -hmm. just like, oh, man, that'd be awesome to do, but I don't really think I have the ability to do that. Mm -hmm. This is like a, definitely I need to go in that direction. Mm. Um, Have you seen um, examples in your life of, of like, when you look out and you hear something or you mm -hmm. see somebody creating something in that soundtrack realm that you're like, that's, oh, that's what I would, that looks like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, well, artists that I listen to. Yeah. 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 Um, People like uh, this guy named Dustin O'Halloran and um, Oluffer Arnolds and Max Richter mm -hmm. and, like... Uh, couple of Jan Tiersen, like these yeah. people. Some of them, I mean, are like Dustin O'Halloran is a guy who I feel like he creates really simple music mm-hmm. that's just gorgeous and somehow makes it sound like huge. And I hear that and I'm like, oh, I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's not possible like a, oh, for I me. could do that, but no, like, like oh, I could do that. I could actually, I have that skill set. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know I don't have the skill set to be like the next big country singer. Right. That's just not me. Good. But I, <laughs> <laughs> but I see I see that. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Which is great, because I think for a long time I didn't quite know where I was going sure. with my own music, and I didn't really see a lot of people doing that, like instrumental music. I was like, mm-hmm. no, no one. And sure, it's not the most popular totally. type of music. Right. But I see that, and I'm like, oh, there's like some purpose for me in this, mm-hmm. which is good. Like that feeling of I'm making a difference with this. Right. And I think that you've had a really unique path where you've had kind of this rare beauty that you've been keeping in, like, the musical style that is true to you. And you have, like, by doing it with Noah, by, by, like, carrying the music Mm -hmm. with Noah, you've put it in a really, I don't know, contemporary is the word? Mm -hmm. Like, in a really, like, more traditional format, in a really more accessible Mm -hmm. format. So you've been able to um, work through some of those success ideas and... And put those into really practical application. And sometimes I think that, I don't know, I know like when I talk with the guys from the Lonely Forest or, or mm-hmm. other people or like with, with Natalie and the other kids yeah. from Joseph about some of the like real like, oh yeah, touring mu- and doing music is everything it's cracked up to be. And then also the, it's also really shitty. Like it is not super glamorous. It is Pretty lame a lot of the time. It like, <laughs> like getting to go through those things, I feel like is is so important mm-hmm. to come to a place where where you can look at it and say like, okay, if I want to do this instrumental elements, I have this uh, great beauty that I want to share in mm-hmm. in these ways. Like, how do I do that in a way that that works and yeah. is, but yeah. isn't 
but doesn't have to be like that. And I think that that's really important is, is saying like, there's these pieces that I know I don't like and everybody's glamorizing being out on the road, but that's one of the shittiest parts of it. (laughs) Right. And I see this and I'm like, I don't, I actually don't really want to tour. Right. I just want to make, I would love to make soundtracks with it. Right. And 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 that's probably, I mean, it is so much cheaper to not have to drive in a van van. to do your music. I'm so sick and tired of touring. (laughs) I'm so ready to not be in a van. God. When's the next van? (laughs) (laughs) Probably in the fall. Well, maybe, maybe we'll be in a bus. Ooh. That's a very slight possibility. Yellow? Yellow. (laughs) That'd be be awesome. For the reason I just thought of Yellow Submarine Mm -hmm. when you said that. No, I just meant school bus. Not the song. Right. Nope. <laughs> yeah. I think being a musician, I think there's like a lot of people hype it up or something. Totally. Or I was actually just reading something, this article about advice like older people give, that older people were giving. And um, they said that uh, everyone, it seems like everyone wants to have a job that they love. And, um, but that that's not actually possible. I mean, I feel like I love what I do, but I also tolerate what I do sometimes. Totally agree. And I think people glamorize it as like, this is the job that you're going to wake up and love every day. Mm. Right? Yeah. And and that's not <laughs> achievable I, with your job. That's not even achievable with like your favorite no. thing. Even if you could sit on the couch every day and watch TV and make money doing it. You'd you hate yourself. Hate your you life. would hate it. And I, I think that that's one of those things that um, is one of the hardest parts for our culture where mm-hmm. we have uh, so many people. Um, and, I, and I mean our culture meaning people who are like very young and entering the workforce now and the yeah. 40 years of life yeah. before that yeah. like that entire population of being very used to um immediate gratification and thinking that's what it's supposed to be like like the the more immediate gratification that I can get mm-hmm. the better and that just being like so backwards that like mm-hmm. like resolution without tension is nothing mm-hmm. you know yeah i just it's so it's so saddening to me. Like I, I think that that's why you see so many failed marriages. You mm-hmm. see so many like people leaving jobs because it gets hard. Mm-hmm. And it's like no, that's yeah. that's part of the that's part of the good stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, don't do a job you hate, but exactly. We're like we're I when you just said don't do a job that you hate. We're right. in this like in. I feel like you and I are at this age where we're in between mm-hmm. the super millennial people and the people before us that yep. just like work their asses off you know? sure so i feel like well i we think and also we're in, like you and i both have parents that exactly. we are looking to i know your parents you mm-hmm. know my parents and our parents like destroyed themselves to give their kids good lives right they did a lot yeah like i know that about your family I yeah think your parents are amazing they worked people. so hard yeah and they continue to and i think that we're in this in between where it's like sure you want to have a job that you love or or there is some instant gratif- there is more instant gratification for us, but there's more guilt associated with instant gratification, whereas like younger kids, mm. I think they pick up their phones and they don't um, or they get in, you know instant gratification mm-hmm. just doing things and sure. they don't have the same um, guilt behind it, right which I think is a 
good thing and a bad thing. Right, knowing shame is important, <laughs> but like but is it? by being by, by but being overwhelmed, but knowing exclusively shame or not being able to to separate oneself is is from shame is, is difficult. I think we're just yeah yeah yeah. Either way, therapists are going to make a lot of money off oh, of these generations. I know I'm helping. Them. All right. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I yeah. I think that that's no, but that's that's so true. I I don't know to bring it back to that that musical idea. I think that there's. Um, so many musicians I know that just are hated. They just hate what they're doing, and they're just like pushing it right. so hard because they're just trying. And they, but they're saying, "But I, but I should love I it." I have right? to. Yeah, I have I to ha- love it. Yeah, because I remember when it used to make me feel this way, and that's addiction. I see. I know musicians who are one hundred percent addicted to their art in like a really negative way, where they don't know how to function. Mm-hmm. They they let it hurt them and I've I've definitely gone through phases where I'm like wow I'm I'm yeah. care my value is entirely tied to how I feel about my music and if I feel badly about it I hate myself yeah yeah I think it's so dangerous it's so both extremes well mm-hmm. even sometimes in the middle but so, I mean I've thought about just maybe I should just get a coffee shop job for like Right? For like a couple months or something. I've gotten coffee from you yeah. at a coffee shop job. You have? I have. Wait, Vita. No, Ladro. It was Ladro. That's what it was. No, it was also the one where you were working in Centralia. Oh, Cup of Joe. Cup of Joe. My old stomping grounds. Dude, working I, for four years. I, I drove through Centralia for the holidays, mm-hmm. and this time I stopped and got food at Burgerville. Mm-hmm. Burgerville. I said it. I, Burgerville. 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 <laughs> I went to Burgerville. I've never so had. Good. I've only had a milkshake from Burgerville mm-hmm. before. I had their fries. Yeah. Did you have the sweet potato ones? No. Oh. What? <laughs> they have really good sweet oh. potato fries. I actually, mm, I'm not a big sweet. I'm no. It's mm. it's sweet. I want savory. I want savory. Salt. I want savory. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Come on. I'm in agreement with you. Oh. Lizzie used to work there. My sister. That's because she's smart. <laughs> she said it was all right. She yeah, I can't imagine that it was great. No, it looks super busy. Yeah. Who's liking, who's it's loving like working at It's like the last, you know, it's the last Burgerville in Washington. Is that right? true? Mm-hmm. The rest what? of them are in Oregon. Oh. There's like five in Oregon. I was like, no, I've seen them, but you're right, I've, yeah. they've all been in Oregon. It's the last hope. The last hope. <laughs> yeah. That's, it was so good. It was so good. And I. What did I, you get? What all did you get? I got waffle fries. Mm. And then I got a chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then coming home from Portland when I stopped there again <laughs> because I hadn't been before. Like I was driving back and I was like, hey, Heather. And Heather hurt her back really bad. So oh. she was like laid down, like horizontal yeah. Christmas um, and not like the sexy kind. Um, like we were, I know, right? Crazy jokes. It's about, that. yeah, she's not listening to these podcasts. She talks to me too much. Um, it's about sex. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, it's classic. So we're driving back, and I'm just like, Heather, how's your back feeling? Awful. Do you need to, like, stop and move around? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, perfect. And then I pull over, and she, like, unreclines her chair, and she's like, are we at Burgerville again? I was like, oh, are we? That's are we at Burgerville again? <laughs> I'm just looking for a place to, oh, why don't you get out and move around? I'm just going to get a burger. <laughs> I got a burger. So it was very good. It was very good. I went twice in, like, in, like, less than four days, five days. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm into Chick-fil-A these days. I know it's you, not a good company at dude, all. Dude. But. Love it. Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. There's one in Linwood. Linwood. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. 
I love it. One of my favorite things to talk about with people is what's your favorite fast food? <laughs> I, I truly mean that because I think that people have such terrible yeah. body image issues around fast food and like yeah. around these like, the, these foods are not allowed. Like Those, going there late at night because yeah. you feel bad about right. it. Right. I mean, yeah. you try and be, like, no one's too, if you're a musician, you have to. Oh, yeah. You have have to eat at a subway every now and then or you have to That's go my last resort. it's my last resort people think subway eat fresh no it's the eat worst garbage it's the worst yeah i'd rather eat taco bell in fact i like it i will taco bell and subway are my least favorite those are your bottoms bottoms bottom bottom even mcdonald's is better than that yeah you want to know something crazy yeah always <laughs> i have never had a mcdonald's big mac Really? Burger. Huh. Thing. I feel I've like had that's... fries. Okay. And I've had like shakes and stuff. When you get it, you should get it and you should Instagram it. You should okay. Instagram Big Mac. Big Mac. Boom. First time ever in my life. First Mac. Or not, because then it would sound like I'm. It would sound sexual? Is it about sex again? <laughs> Why is everything about sex with you? <laughs> it's true. Everything's about sex. I'm just. Well, Freud's. I'm homeschooled. <laughs> Wait, what's that? Wait, what's that? <laughs> what the hell? Hey, don't get it. <laughs> oh, man. Homeschooled and Christian homeschooled. Christian homeschooled. Yep. Uh, Heather did some of that homeschooled stuff. So Heather went to some of the Christian school. She I'm did? Just, yeah, I'm oh. just dropping some of your stuff. Here, yeah. this is some knowledge that's not my story. Just as soon as I said knowledge. that, I was like, I don't do that. Drop a knowledge. Also about sex. Um, <laughs> no, that's not something I typically do. That was yeah. weird for the podcast. Oh, well. Future ghost. Sorry. I usually tell my own story. <laughs> you just, you know, delete this part. I don't. I don't edit. No, you the only don't? No. If there's, like, a big, like, if I accidentally, yeah. like, drop something or anything like that, um, I'll, like, try to turn the sound down a little bit right there so that, that way it doesn't blow out people's right. headphones. But, right. no, for the podcast, I really want to, like, let the silence be there. You know, and like just be okay with that. I yeah. think that just two people hanging out. Yeah, I think that the, I'm sure that there are people in the world who look up to Abby Gunderson, who think <laughs> she is so cool. She's so like oh, unattainable. Who could be like her? I'm not even kidding. I think that there are definitely people who think that because I remember being like Abby Gunderson. Oh my god, <laughs> like uh, uh, like she's so cool. And I would, and I still think that. I still think you're so cool. Oh, but nice. I, I'm. I think that it's important for people to say, like, heroes are accessible. There's nobody, like, whoever feel, like, I think that this is part of my mission is to humanize all Mm. of the characters. Yeah. So, like, who who is the musician that, like, is a big role model to you? They poop. Exactly. Everybody poops. They're they're just, they're regular people. They have to sleep and they go crazy. Right, And 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 I think that when you do that with people that are really important to you. It's easier to do that with people who you dislike to say like, yeah. oh, here's some awful yeah. racist or a politician or a Trump character or something like that. And to say like, they have somewhat reasonable thoughts or they have a pathway of thought. They didn't mm-hmm. just end up at these conclusions. Yeah. They got there some way. And yeah, like, by just scraping by. Yeah. <laughs> in life. Yeah. Really. Or by yeah. giving, be given so much yeah. money by putting right. in place. But whatever. Like, they <laughs> have, like, like entering into a place where you can, like, let me not just be like, oh, they're crazy, and ignore them, but instead say, like, 
what is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, I need to think about what you're saying. Yeah. Not because I want to agree with it, but because people think that way. And that's mind-boggling to me. And, right. like, I have to be able to wrap right. my brain around right. that. Yeah. Uh, a while ago, like, maybe four years ago, Noah and I were playing a show, and we opened for Emmylou Harris, which was, like, this mm. really big deal, of course. Cool, yeah. Because Emmylou Harris is legendary. And... <laughs> We were we sharing a green room, green room. Mm-hmm. So we met her, and she's super, super nice. And we we come come down the green room after our show, and she's hanging out. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking to her for a bit, like pretty close. Like she was a close talker. Sure. <laughs> like some people. Are. Like a near right. talker. <laughs> right in the middle of a sentence, she lets out the loudest burp, mm-hmm. just like right in our faces. Yep. And I'm like, oh, oh, this is a human being. All right. <laughs> Great. Perfect. We can carry on now. Exactly. I I love when a musician makes a small mistake. Don't make a huge mistake on stage, but give me like a a decent sized mistake Mm -hmm. and let me say like, oh, you're accessible. And people love that. I think that that's one thing that um, makes people who have been doing like singer-songwriter. Obviously, you guys are playing much more band music now, Mm -hmm. like full band. Um, but like, I think that that's a big reason why when you first got started, it was so popular is because it felt so like, oh, this is like just within reach. Like it's, it's really great. Mm -hmm. This is good writing. This is good musicianship on all parts. And so it's almost out of my reach, but I can connect with these people and feel like they're humans and it feels telling really human stories. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also like if you mess up during one of those songs, it's, it's obvious. I try to just not make a face because yep. I used to mess up mm-hmm. and then just be like, Arr. yeah, <laughs> like terrible face. Yeah, this is a non-visual <laughs> medium, so I just want oh. you to know that no one who just heard that the future goes so cannot it's see a face like this. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> there's a face associated with that sound. Exactly, it looks like this. Yeah, perfect. Kind of like mouth to the side. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who wants to uh, make a guess who. Maybe actually I shouldn't, ah, I'm going to give away his ideas. That's fine. He wants to do a guess who that's people he knows. Like, he wants to design a guess who with Amazing. just, like, our friend group. And that's then we could, like, idea. play it at parties where it's just us. Your own personalized game. Your own personalized game. Uh, uh, he's not making any money with that anyways. Who the, what does he care? Uh, well, he should, sorry, Ryan. Good. Yeah. Someday. Someday. <laughs> I played this great game called Timeline the other day. Oh. Where you, it's great for, like, a big group and cool. you actually learn a lot about history but you put a card down <laughs> that was the most homeschool thing you said this whole show. all right so i learned and a lot about history because so it's I this great game for like just like a party of people and you're away a long time and you learn a lot about history let me tell you about it <laughs> oh wow thanks abby yeah <laughs> and you put the card down and then you like people go around and mm-hmm. put put like the date a date after that or, or before that mm. And so you, like, create this whole timeline. That's cool. It's really, really, really nerdy. I like it. I, I mean, I, like, I just got Ticket to Ride for Christmas. Have you ever played that? I have. Oh, I got I, the Europe version. Really? I, I didn't really... I'm not a no, huge what? game person But You just told that nerdy... I know, <sighs> but that game was not the same for some reason. It was, like, a board game. Yeah. It's not. It's I mean, like a. Re- I'm really happy. It's a resource. Thank you. I appreciate that, excited. even though I don't believe you. Uh, <laughs> it's a resource management game. It's very nerdy. It's like it's like. Um, oh, what if uh, Settlers of Catan? Which yeah. I've never played that game, but Me I. Me neither. I, no, I, I would think you would be a Settlers of Catan. I feel guy. like I would if I played it, but I know that people just get really intense, and yeah. I also know that that's something that I have done 
right. once or twice, which is be like intense about things like that. Monopoly or something. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I break Monopoly. I hate Monopoly. I last time I played Monopoly, <laughs> I was playing with a bunch of friends, and I was I was getting to the end, and I was getting really bored with it because it was Monopoly. Right. And so I started. It takes like five hours mm-hmm. sometimes. I had some pieces that were valuable, mm-hmm. and I started selling them to other people for uh, conceptual ideas instead of for Monopoly money. <laughs> I would say. Uh, I will, I will give you this piece, uh, for grace throughout the rest of the game. So that, that way, if I do something silly or say something awkward... Did people actually take yes, you up on it? Yes, And the best thing was That's my amazing. last three pieces I sold for, uh, uh, immunity on anything I landed on. I sold one to each of them, and then I had immunity. So for the rest of the game, I was just hanging out, having a drink, rolling dice, moving my piece around, but nothing could happen to me. Sometimes I paid taxes. They were like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just living my best life now. This is just me moving around Monopoly. That's amazing. I'm just hanging out with my friends. Just complacency. (laughs) Yeah. I get a little money every time I go around, and I pay some taxes. You know, like regular people. Like a normal job. I'm not trying to take over the world. I'm just trying to play Monopoly. That's amazing. Wow, I can't believe they actually, like, agreed to go along with it. Right. Well... They agreed to go along with Monopoly, which is the bigger amazing right. thing that people in 2017 are still playing still Monopoly. Playing that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you play Candyland a lot as a kid? Oh, love Candyland. Yeah, it's great. These are great games. Super great games. Yeah. Um, I, no, I don't know. I'm not like a big game person, really. Mm-hmm. Like, because. I don't, I think it's just because I don't like learning the games. Like Yeah, the, the moment where you like make a mistake or... Right. Or like, I feel like there's so many people who love their games and they're like, I'm going to teach you how to play this game. And they're ba- they're, they realize they are good at playing the game, but they are bad at teaching. There's a lot of people who are bad at yeah. teaching out there. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's complicated and yeah. they, like magic... Oh my gosh. Have you heard of that game? Yeah, of course I've heard of Magic. Okay. Yeah. That was I've, I've, I have, I know how to play Magic. You do? Yes. I was listening, I was doing a puzzle last night mm-hmm. and listening to people play Magic and talk about All right, I now replace are... the most homeschool thing you said. <laughs> I was doing a puzzle. <laughs> and listening to, listening to other people play it was by game, myself which in was a Magic. <laughs> I had a candle lit. It was Oh, you're nice. the perfect bad at parties guest. This is great. <laughs> Go on. Tell me the story. <laughs> well, they just, they just were saying ridiculous yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. I can't, I, it was another world. Yeah, I can't afford magic. It's so expensive. Yeah, each card is, well, not each card. No, but like. What's like, what's the most expensive card you've got? I mean, there are, there are thousands of dollars worth individual cards. Like, um, but like, you're not paying thousands of dollars for those one cards. Like, you're just like buying decks of cards or anytime you're, any card games like that, like Pokemon was like that or any of those things where you're just trying to get more and more cards so that you can get like really rare ones or really good yeah, ones and yeah. you're deck building, deck building games. That's what those are called. Yeah, they're expensive. Jeez. Um, I choose not gonna get into that. to buy other things. Right. Which is great. And no hate against people who play Magic because I, like, I have some friends that just started playing it again and they're like really into it and I'm yeah. like that's so tight I love that I have a friend who works at Mox oh Mox is so great in Ballard yeah. yeah who is he's like the magic guy I love Mox because that is a place that is run by people who like so they've got the open box yeah. concept mm-hmm. where you can just walk up pick up a box and play a game but I always go up there and I'm like I have three people and I want a game that feels like this and then they're like oh you could play this that's one awesome. or this one and I'm like, tell me a little bit about how to yeah. play each of them. And they're like, well, you play this one, kind of like this, this, and this, and this is the goal. And then this one's like that. Yeah. And then I'm like, cool. 
I'll play that one. They're like, great. Here's what's hard about it. And I'm like, oh, thank you. (laughs) Like, just coming in with somebody, again, good at teaching. So much better. That's all you need. That's all you need. I mean... Bad at parties. Bad at parties, good at teaching. (laughs) I can't think of how many... Like, I've had so many... Like, I think the so much of who I am and, like, what I like is because of, like, there was somebody who happened to be good at teaching one thing. I had one good teacher Mm -hmm. who was really good at math. I had a great, Mm -hmm. like... um, uh, government teacher yeah. that I really liked that class. I had a great, I had amazing um, uh, psychology teacher in high school, and like it makes that, it interesting. It makes it interesting. I would yeah. never have gone down like music and psychology mm. had I not had specifically yeah. some teachers yeah. along the way. I had a great U.S. history right. teacher in mm-hmm. community college who was actually really hard to get good grades because right. she was she just expected a lot. Good and like good teacher, but. She, and all of the tests were like essay tests. You had to just you had to actually like have stuff in your brain to write about, <laughs> which I actually kind of loved. Sure. Um, but yeah, that, I learned so much from that class. She also wasn't just like America's great, you know. Right. She was going it's into not. all <laughs> the terrible sure. stuff that we've done. It's good. Yeah. What are you? I guess it, this is a big thing I've been thinking about lately. Is what are you learning right now? Right now. Yeah, what is what's something that you're working on learning? Do you mean like life? Anything? Thing, like what's a learning? Like you're like oh I'm I learning can how to drive stick shift. Are you really? <laughs> That's so real. Yeah. That's so great. I am. It's I don't know terrifying. how. I've never done it. It's really scary in Seattle. It's but... the worst city you could do that. It's January. I literally. It's the worst yeah. place. The worst season. You're doing everything wrong. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm going to start learning how to swim because I'm going to do a triathlon. Do you know how year. to swim? Well, I know how to, like, stay afloat. Oh, okay. Just, like, swim with, with, with purpose. great, the, the stroke and, like, mm-hmm. you know, because you can, anyone can, not, well, I can stay afloat. Right. And, like, dog paddle around. Okay. But I don't know how to, like, breathe correctly mm. and do all the... You don't know how to, like, it's not, it's more like swimming specific styles. Exactly. Okay, so I get I'm that. Because you grew up like pretty close to a river and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, no, like you swim. could throw me in a lake and I could swim to right. the other side. Please don't. <laughs> I might have my phone in my pocket. <laughs> it's rude. It's super <laughs> to rude. Throw I actually me in a lake. hate it when people do that. <laughs> like if I'm at a lake party yeah. and someone just throws me in, I'm like, this isn't funny. Right. Like I'm not amused right now. No. I'm gonna stop going to lake parties. You probably don't have that happen to you because you're a guy. Mm, you're right. Which or is that sexism you'd say? No, no, that's that. accurate. That is uh, that is a accurate description of how uh, immature people flirt. Yes. It will happen hopefully less now that you are a married individual. Yeah, uh, I think I hope so I think too. it's uh, inappropriate. I, I would say, I would say, uh, sir, what you've done it is, is inappropriate. Appropriate to uh, uh, you, throw a woman you in did, the lake. No, you did not ask to touch my body. <laughs> In fact, if you had, I would not have given you permission. Even if it's just like a yeah. Beep. No, you can't see again. Non-visual again. medium. Uh, the dude had a real action. It or, had a finger kind of pointing into the air. It's about sex. <laughs> okay. Uh, so well, you're learning to swim, though. That's cool. Yeah. Are you going to do a triathlon? <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice, because you've done like how many marathons? Do you think you've done at this point? Three. I've done three marathons. Dude. And then I, but I, I'm, I want to like. Bike, do a bike race kind of thing. Right. Which would be, tri- I could do a triathlon, and then I could do running, biking, and swimming. Right. I have to get good at swimming, because I suck mm-hmm. at it. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you rode here on your bike. Yes. Which is a beautiful bike. Thank you. I really love that. It's a really long haul trucker. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I love that. There is a triathlon that you can break up into three parts that I've done many times with really? my family up in Arlington. Yep. It's like the 4th of July. any kind of three parts? Like, I, you could do just the running, just the swimming. Oh, cool. Or, well, it's called the Pedal Paddle Puff. In Arlington, Washington. That's awesome. Uh, is it's, it a it's, real? Is it a real? It's a triathlon? real triathlon uh, that is done as like a community event, and we have not won. We have just done it. It's a lot of people like come out and do it, like real people. Real. Um, yeah. But it's instead of swimming, you kayak. On that the, sounds way better. On the Stillaguamish <laughs> River, and you're going with the current. But oh. like there will be like, and so you start out with like. You bike a, mm-hmm. like, you, you do this little running lap, and then you bike out, like, up river, and then you paddle down river. Okay. Yeah. And it's, so like, fun. super fun. Like, we would yeah. do that as a family sometimes. What time of year is that? Is that it's 4th of July. Oh, 4th of July. It's every 4th of July. That's awesome. You could do the pedal paddle pop. I could. <laughs> I wouldn't even have to swim. And it's, and you could say, <laughs> I competed in, in the pedal paddle puff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have to swim. Uh, you should swim, though. It's fun. I should. Yeah. I just get, I get injured a lot when I'm running, just mm. constantly. Right. It's, I think my body's it's high like, impact. I need to do something else along with this mm-hmm. if you don't want to get hurt. Right. It's tough. I feel like it's tough when you're touring because it's such an accessible exercise and it's a, like right. such so a I great way like. <coughs> but then Sorry. I'm also like drinking and. <coughs> Heavily. 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 And uh, eating bad food. And right. So my body's like. But there's just like that desire when you get, I, I mean, I've totally done that where you like just get out of the car and you're just like. I'm just going to run that way for a while. I don't know what's that way. I just need to move. I just need to move. Or jump rope. I actually... Oh, um, that's a good one. Yeah. Johnny, to quit smoking, my brother Johnny, yeah. quit to quit smoking, he started jump roping hmm. inside the van on yep. tour while everyone was smoking. I've <laughs> known, yeah, I've known bands who so. do lots of <laughs> Ultimate Frisbee. Hey, Marseille. Those mm-hmm. kids always play Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah. Uh, I knew a guy who uh, did Pogo Stick. He brought a pogo stick with him. That's brilliant. Yeah, takes up a little I bit too much. I would love room to get like a razor scooter or something. Too. Yeah, I I um I love longboarding. That's been my nice. like when it's not super cold out. I go longboarding with my dog. It's Aww. so fun. She's so she gets great. To run and... Yeah, it's great. And like then if I get bored, she'll just pull me like really <laughs> fast. And if I'm not bored, she might do it anyway. She'll pull you, dude. Oh. I've done the entire loop of Green Lake with her, with never touching my foot touching the ground. Like I'm just like, no. that's a and that's she's, great for a dog. She's yeah. so good. She's good at it. And like, that's great. I mean, I'm that's not true. I'll touch the ground because I'll like have to redirect and like. But she know, like we've done some call stuff, mm-hmm. yees and yaws. This is the most homeschooled thing I said. This yees and yaws. I wasn't. I wasn't homeschooled, but. Uh, <laughs> That doesn't mean I can't say homeschooled things. Nope. I did it. You can, I mean, you can't make fun of yourself, but you can make fun of the concept of Right, the concept of homeschooling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty, it's really fun to make fun of. It's really fun to make fun As of. As someone that is a homeschooler and someone that's not I I think that, like, the first time I found out to get, like, that you did marathons, like, mm-hmm. the first time I heard that, I was just like... Oh, yeah, totally. That makes sense. Of course Abby does that. <laughs> it's just like uh, super hardcore push yourself. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like we've talked about this. Do you listen to audiobooks? Because um, I, re- I feel like you've told me that you don't do listen to sometimes. music. I do listen to music. You do listen to music. I, okay. Yeah. I, I've been li- I, I've, I've no, actually no, no. been <laughs> liking not listening to music, though, recently. 
because mm. it's just a nice break. Right. Like usually I put on music in the, in the morning for like an hour or two, then I go for a run. So to just like not have any music playing mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. And then go back to music. But yeah, like especially if I'm, on, if I'm out on a trail, not listening to music is right. really nice. Right. Because I'm just... And it feels safe. Nature. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a part of it too. That is. You can hear yeah. what's around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a right. good thing to have. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> Yeah. I, um, I've been really into, like, Audible lately, and so I've been mm-hmm. listening to more, like, fantasy novels and stuff like yeah. that, and I found that, like, if I'm running and listening to an audiobook, I'm, I can go so much yeah. longer, and, and I'm just not... just thinking about the audiobook. Yeah, and I'm not fighting the rhythm if, like, the rhythm just isn't yeah. right for my gait. Like, yeah. I'm not having to fight against it. I can just, like, get transported to this other world mm-hmm. instead, and I'm just, like, thinking yeah. about something else. I was listening to, like, have you heard of Alan Watts? Yes. Are you an Alan Watts fan? Yes. Yes. Dude. Uh, okay, right now I'm doing a... A <laughs> <laughs> fist bump. Fist down. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, Matt Goodwin, who did like was one of the first podcast episodes, he talked with me about, um, I think it's called Wisdom in the Age of Anxiety or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yes. I, I bring this book up all the time, but like I read that and it was great. I just recommended mm-hmm. it to my brother-in-law. It's an awesome book. Yeah. What did you I, read? Well, I just listened to his talks. Yeah. Um, just his, like, in universities and stuff. Mm. Um, he's such a great... Yeah. He's got such a great voice, too. Mm-hmm. He's, like, goofy, but mm-hmm. also really I've watched some, like, YouTubes of it, like, his just his conversations. It's so... Yeah, mind-blowing. So dumb. Mind-blowing. Yeah, I, I really love his... Like, how he talks about, like, connectivity. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, if I'm listening to that when I'm running, it's just like this is a nice pot. This is a nice podcast. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was uh, talking because I go to this mindfulness place for therapy, mm-hmm. um, and my brother-in-law was kind of like, oh, I'm not, I don't know how I feel about mindfulness. Not yeah. like saying anything bad about it, just like literally being like, I actually don't know how I feel about yeah, that. Right. And I was like, oh, you should read this book because it has some of these ideas that really. I feel, encompass what it means to be, like, present and why that um, is important and how we Mm. think we, like, sometimes we do a good job at it and sometimes we don't and, like, how, like, here are some, like, it's really good at saying, like, here are some accessible ways to be mindful of your space and and what it can do for your life and it just, like, has made this big impact um, for me in the past few years. Do you, do you try to, like, spend a certain amount of time every day being that way or just not, like in a moment to moment no and maybe that'll be a good I mean it's the new year maybe that'll be a good maybe I could say like hey meditate because I know that um, my therapist has been encouraging me to do it and I do it sometimes but I'm really inconsistent um, I don't know I think that like I definitely like have like when I'm doing those mindfulness activities or when I'm doing meditations I find that it's greatly helpful especially if I'm going to like work on art or something like that to just like instead of being like oh I'm really emotional about this thing so I'm going to pick up the guitar instead saying like let me just sit or be still for a moment before I do an activity Uh, especially with this podcast I know that I will usually engage in some type of mindfulness before I do these podcasts Mm -hmm. not this one because I was feeling sick instead I wanted to escape (laughs) the way my body felt and so I ate soup and I watched television (laughs) there you go sometimes that's what you have to do sometimes it's also good getting outside is super good 
I think for being mindful. Mm-hmm. Like even going for a walk or mm-hmm. just being like, okay, I'm walking and here's all the stuff around me and I'm just here. Rather, and I and leaving my phone behind. Dude, leave your phone <laughs> behind. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Dude, we I think we did it. Did we? Yeah. Did we do it? We did it. Did yes. you Did you have any other stuff that you were like, oh, I really wanted to talk about this? Um, I don't think so. Let me take out mine. Let me take out mine. I want to talk about this and that. No. Oh, I've highlighted these areas. <laughs> no, I think that. That's great. Thanks for the good convo. I just really love you. I think you're really Aww, great. I just really you, appreciate getting to hang out with you. Yeah. And uh, you're going to watch my dog really soon. I am. And you're going to hang out with Joan of Arc and Maven. I'm so excited. They're so cool. They're cool. Thanks so much. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.